Welcome to our podcast, The Why in Your Twenties. My name is Viv. And I'm Nat. We are two counselors in our mid twenties navigating our adulthood away from our home country, exploring the why questions we encounter relating to relationships, identities, and uncertainties. So, whether you're listening to our podcast while going for your walk or doing the chores, anything, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Welcome back to another episode of the Why in Your Twenties. So, Nat, how are you doing today? I'm actually feeling great. Yeah, and it means a whole. I, I know we record this episode way in advance. Yeah. But、um, for those that listen to our previous episode, it means the world to us that you stick with us and welcome back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very appreciate the people who continue to listen to us just ramble about different topics、mm. and just coming along this journey with us. Yeah, yeah. I think I do feel we have things to improve,、mm. uh, quality wise, and in any other areas that there's. Uh, room for improvement, but yeah, I'm pretty sure towards the end of the year when we look back, we will see how far we have gone. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, I came in with the idea that I'm ready to make mistake.、Mm, yeah, I'm not saying like I hope nothing bad happened, but it's more like we will make mistakes and what we learn from it. So.、Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm excited to see how we go towards the end of the year. Actually, <laughs> I'm very excited as well. But enough of that. Um, so we do talk about death in this episode,、mm. and I know it, it can be distressing for a lot of people. So if any of the listeners do need、uh, resources or support or any other concerns, they can go to beyondblue.org. Or also, there are twenty four free counseling in Australia, and the number for Lifeline is one three one 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 four. And please do look after yourself. Because this is a distressing topic, and if you do want to avoid this content, please do skip today's episode, and that's completely fine.、Mm, I think only listen it when you're truly ready for it. Yeah, yeah. and have the mental capacity to actually go through this today's content as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because it is a very distressing topic, we often do kind of avoid talking about death.、Mm. Do you feel that way? Um, I think I used to.、Mm. It's something I feel like. Is so far away.、Mm. I'm just in my tw- t- like teenage years or like twenties. It's something that I would assume is when you reach sixty, seventy, which is truly not the case. Not the case. Yeah, but yeah, I I do think I try to avoid it. What about you? I don't think I've ever actively avoided, but I think it's just in our culture, or maybe even in my house,、mm. like at home. Where we're brought up, we don't talk about death because it could be scary, and it's just something that we tend to avoid because there's a lot of uncertainty towards it.、Mm. There's just a lot of sadness. Yeah, and my family just don't really openly talk about it. And it's when perhaps someone in our family, like a、mm. relative who、yeah. passed away, then we might talk about it a bit,、mm. but we just kind of tend to avoid as well. Yeah. Do you recognize our culture that plays an important part of it? I. I think so. I think、mm. it definitely plays a part. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's like the entire thing, but yeah,、um, it could be. I do agree on the uncertainty part. It's like the fear of not knowing where I'll go、mm. after death,、mm. 
and I think that makes the whole un- like the uncertainty makes the whole death idea really scary to people. And I think the past two years has changed my perspective as well. I mm-hmm. feel like it's very important for us to have that death talk earlier than mm-hmm. we expect. Mm-hmm. And the more conversation you have, I feel like it clears up all my uncertainty, or it just gives me some answers in it, no matter what you believe in or not. So I do. I would say I do avoid it because of you know I feel like it's ages away and always because the uncertainty that makes it scary. But mm. the past two years has changed. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I do avoid it only when I talk to family, like parents mm. and like older relatives. But mm. other than that, like with my friends or with any, any everyone else, mm. I don't avoid the topic. Mm. Even it was back in high school. Up until now, I think we just openly talk about it. What do you talk about? It's just like like how you want to die, or when do you think it's an appropriate age, or like even talking about funeral. I think mm. that's something that we we talk about openly. I don't recall I have talked with my friends around death, but I do agree. For some people, it's not a you know we make all the trigger warning thing. It it might be scary for some people, mm. but. For others, can be a very beautiful thing. It mm. can be something that's not scary and very open to discuss. Yeah. So yeah, if if you why why do you think it's important to talk about death? I think at a young age, kids do get curious about it. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of parents just lie about it. Oh, they went to somewhere very far, mm. and then like oh, they're in. like it's not a right lie. I would say perhaps. It's not from a bad intention. Yeah, it's, at yeah. least it's not from a bad intention. But at the same time, I feel like it's not truthful. It's not like just saying outright, "Okay, they passed away or they died," kind mm. of thing. And I think it just raises even more questions for the kids. Mm. So why not just outright talk about it, discuss about it openly, and just having that safe space for them to talk about it? Because mm. or else they're just in their head, and if you're able to kind of talk about it then you know okay this is what they're thinking mm. this is what other people are thinking maybe it will add some perspective of things mm. kind of thing so i do think it's important to talk about death and not shy away from it yeah i agree it's something that clears up the uncertainty mm. and i think as you mentioned and i mentioned as well that the more you talk about it you either get more answers from it Around death, or more understanding about death, mm. and it's less scary. You know, like when you're watching. I don't. When I watch scary movie, I always close my eyes because I'm so scared. Mm. But actually, it's more scary than you actually watch it because you're just imagining in your head what happened.、Mm. Things that you imagine can be even scarier than what is it on the screen. Mm. So mm. I think that is a way to describe how important it is to talk about death and have that. Genuine conversation with either with your friends or family or with yourself. I think, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Like even have that having that conversation with yourself and knowing how you feel death.、Mm. I think that's very important. Knowing your own perspective、mm. and not shy away from that as well, because you never know when it'll hit you. Yeah, and I just think thinking it through it will help. And it's earlier than you thought. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think even back then, I think we do kind of try to make light of the conversation about、mm. death. I mean, I, I don't think that was the purpose of it, but I think that's how we cope with it as teenagers or kids. That's how I cope with it with my friends.、Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think one important point to、uh, stress on is it will change. Like your view of 
death will change from time to time. The way I see death when I was a teenager mm. compared to now is completely different. Mm. And I know someone that already started a family or mm. have kids. Mm. Their view of death have added an extra layer of it because mm. they might have kids or like their loved one that mm. is not only themselves but mm. is more people that included in that consideration. So mm. one thing to be mindful is it's not just one conversation and it stays till yeah. the end of your yeah. life but it changed from time to time as well so having that conversation with different people really helps mm. broaden that perspective mm. yeah yeah i think it, it could change i think over time it could change for some people but at the same time i've never found death to be scary mm. i always look forward to death and mm. i'm just gonna put out that i'm a christian so then i think death is a very it brings me peace Mm. And I don't think it's like that for a lot of people. Yeah, I think the religious aspect adds a lot on our view of death as well. Mm. On maybe you have like the hope of afterlife, would you mm. say so? Mm. That the religious part plays an important role in it. It definitely plays. I think not only, imp- I think it's just the central of it. It's mm. not only the important, it's just the the whole thing. Mm. Seeing how death is. My perspective is completely based on the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I think one thing I do struggle is the idea of afterlife. Mm. And I do not believe it. I think there's no afterlife. And I feel like, and I believe is when I pass away. That's the end. And I think what makes it different from your view, I think there's a lot of hope around the heaven and afterlife for you. And for me, the hope is in my current life, if that makes sense. I think it's the beauty of uncertainty. I know it's scary for some people and it's scary for me as well. But it's the beauty of uncertainty and I don't know if it's hope, but the hope that no one in the world have the same life as me and... Mm that you cannot replay it. It's not mm. like when you're watching a Netflix show and then, I don't know, you when it's the end, for you that might be season two. That's the afterlife. And there's no repeat. Like You cannot replay the episode mm. because life is, you cannot redo it yeah, for the yeah. second time. And for me, what makes it beautiful and I'm very hopeful on my life is things change and it's different like you, you're different from everyone is different everyone's lives is different you guys live differently have yeah. their own challenges have their own struggles have their own happiness moments achievements and everything and i think that's the beauty of life and that's why i'm so hopeful that i put my hope in my current life mm. and i think for other others for mm. say the religious belief that mm. they have the hope after life so i think mm. different view of death no matter if you are religious or not, that plays an important part in the discussion of death as well. Yeah, I think for personally for me, it's oh, it's this it kind of thing. Mm. So that's why I have hope for like what you said. Mm. Another analogy, season two of it. Yeah, because and I- the rest of the whole series. And I think for me, like this current life, it's just like ten minutes of the whole thing. Mm. But then after life, it's like everything else so it's a very small part of my life at the moment your view on it is more about your entire life it's it's a limited series yeah it's like uh maybe like a six episode thing yeah 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 or if you live a longer life it could be longer (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) i know know what you mean yeah Yeah. oh it's interesting 
interesting. You think your life is just the first ten minutes. For me, is a limited series. Mine is unlimited. Yours limited. I think that's the、mm. difference of it. Yeah. yeah, and I think the reason why I say it out is a lot of people would ask, "What's the purpose of living if you know you're gonna die anyway, and that's the end?"、Mm. I guess someone have asked me this question before,、mm. and I disagree because there's a lot of beauty in my current life.、Mm. That no matter that's episode two, episode three, after I die,、mm. it doesn't matter because I'm just living. In the present and just enjoying how colorful my life is,、mm, like、yeah. basically living in the moment. Yeah, yeah.、Mm. It's interesting. There's no right or wrong. It's just interesting to have those conversation with your friends. Yeah, yeah. and I think we have the chat before. I just feel so fascinated by the hope that you hold、mm. on afterlife, and yeah,、mm. I think that's completely different from what I. Feel about death as well. Yeah, and I think it's good. It's I think it's good to have different perspective that we can talk about it、mm. and just have a, just listening to other people and see how maybe why you believe the way you believe and broaden back that perspective of knowing how other people feel death is.、Mm. It could be very different, but at the same time, there are other people who might feel the same way as you.、Mm. Yeah, and actually pulling back a bit. Back to、um, when we were younger. Do you remember your first time of going to a funeral? I do. I think it's around twelve years old.、Mm. Okay, so that makes is that in primary grade six, around grade six. Yeah, around grade six or like secondary one two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really remember it, but I around those age I did.、Mm. It's my first time.、Mm. What about you? Um. I actually don't really remember when it was.、Mm. Um, I just remember it was like in my teenage years. I'm assuming. Yeah,、um, I think I'm the same. Yeah. But it's hard to say. I don't, and I don't even remember who it was for. It、mm. wasn't a relative. It was. I think it was just like f- my parents' friends' parents.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a bit far. But then I think、uh. we just went there for to give our respects and. So, what is the first impression for you in a funeral? I think when you step in there, you just can feel the atmosphere,、mm. and everyone is very down, very I guess just very quiet as well. No、mm. one's、uh, there's a lot of people. There were a lot of people,、mm. but it was just very quiet.、Mm. Nobody was talking. Like they, even if they are talking, they're whispering. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like they want to. Kind of respect other people as well, maybe perhaps. And is it a?、Uh, I know because you have a Christian background, so is it more a Christian? Is it is that how you say it? Christian funeral, or is it more the traditional Chinese funeral that you went? Um. So a hundred percent sure it was located. Like the funeral itself was located in the Chinese ones,、mm-hmm. but I think they adapted it to be a Christian Christian funeral. But then I don't remember exactly like how it was different from the other ones. It was just less noisy, like less of the ding ding, like the、ah, the the, the, the rituals. The rituals. Yeah. So yeah. It, it just without the rituals. That's it. I think it wasn't like a big difference. I would say, but maybe there、mm. was a pastor. I think, and the pastor shared something,、mm. and I wasn't paying attention as a kid. I didn't pay attention. Mm, but how was long、it. was it?、Mm, I would say less than an hour. 
the whole the the actual ceremony yeah that people went in and left i'm sure the family members it was longer for them and they had their own thing as well yeah but then for us it was just less than an hour that's how i remember mm. was yours a christian funeral or like the very traditional chinese ones it's a very traditional chinese funeral and i don't know i think when you're young you don't have that much feeling towards it Mm. And it's my first time, so I just assume you just em- I would say embrace it, but like you just take it as it is. Mm, mm. It lasts for a whole week, so I I, oh. I go to school and then went back to the place at night. So it lasts for the whole week, mm. and you a lot of new experience. Mm. And as a teenagers, for me, it's more curious than scary. Mm, mm. That's like. You know, fold in in Chinese culture, they have that folding the paper and then burn it. Yeah, so it's the, that the folding thing is mainly for them to. It's it's gold basically. If you when you burn it, it's gold, and they can use it. It's their currency. Yeah, I find it when they buy like houses, cars. It's mm. very fascinated to me because I've never thought of those things until then. And my family would like burn house, burn cars, and. One thing that shocked me the most is seeing the dead body. Mm, yeah. No, actually, I might mix up my memory because I don't think the first time I saw the dead body. No, but you know the body is like behind the room. Uh, but yeah, I think it's more curious than scary, and I think that relative is not immediate relative. Mm. And I, I would say I'm not close with the person, but it's not like immediate family, so I don't feel. The emotion is that intense, yeah. but it, a lot of factors contributing contributing to it. It can be my age. It can be mm. it's my first time. I would definitely say more curious than sadness mm. in it. Yeah. Uh, so it was a relative, but it was just um a very relatively distant relative. I would say so from my memory. But yeah. were you part of the whole ritual? Like, did you have to participate in the whole ceremony itself? Because since you're a relative, um, and the traditional Chinese funerals they do include the family members, mm. that they have to be participating in some parts. I think partially, I'm I'm in it. Yes, I think I'm I'm partially in it. Mm. I I would I wasn't there the whole week. But I do attend the ceremony towards the end that、mm. they have like the real、uh, the whole ritual of bringing body out of the building and burning it, cremating it, cremating it, and bring it to the the site. Mm-hmm. I don't think I took part on towards the end. Yeah. But the ritual of doing it in the middle of the week, I I do have experience it.、Mm. Actually, I'm not sure now. I feel like I mix up the first and second one. But yeah, I think that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think I do mix up the funerals together, especially if it's、um, two relatives, like my grandma and my granddad.、Mm. The ceremony is very similar.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Um, and it's like the Chinese. Chinese traditional one,、mm. and I think even even though it's like a very similar distant, but it still felt very different because of your connection with them prior to their death.、Mm. And maybe we can talk about like what do you think they were thinking about before they passed away? The moment they passed away, whether it's um relatives or like the people that passed away. I actually don't know. I feel like they would be in pain、mm. or uncomfortable、mm. because one of my relatives, when they passed away, they already been in the hospital for quite a while. 
and I will assume it's in pain if not uncomfortable mm. at some point mm. so yeah and and I think they are quite old so they will have I will assume that they will have probably think about it before mm. but again it's not a conversation that I would have even with my family yeah so it's more about they'll be focusing on their pain and the uncomfortableness because of I guess being old mm. there are some uncomfortableness or like just these different things yeah. in the bodies that's not working very well and I would assume they don't want to burden their kids as well mm. because the kids are coming and looking after them from time to time I would assume I don't know I don't know if I would think that when I get old what do you think your last moment of death would be I think I don't honestly it's a very hard question to imagine because it really depends on how you die right mm-hmm. perhaps if you're it's if it's a very quick death I, I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a lot of time to think about mm-hmm. anything at all because like when I see movies or whatnot like their whole life flashes before you yeah what about we can do a fun exercise with the audience now um <laughs> Is it one of the one of the exercises you've done with your clients? No, oh, I've okay. done it to myself. That with yourself. With yeah, with myself. So the exercise is when you close your eyes, the first few things that pop up on your mind that you want to do it before you die. Okay. So maybe the audience can, of course, in a safe way. If you're like driving, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean, they, you you ex- actually experience it. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll actually experience that, so we don't encourage you to do so. If you're in a safe environment, if you close your eyes and think of three things that you want to do before you die, what would that be? And you can pause the podcast if you need more time to think. Okay, so I think for me, I nothing popped out. Mm. I, I don't think I have like one thing I actually that I have to achieve that or I really really want to achieve before dying. Or is it something that you want to say to someone mm. or to the world? I guess like talk like telling people I care about mm. that I love them for the last time. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I want to achieve in my life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So that's one like you want to show your love and care to people for the last time. Like yeah. as usual that you would normally do anyway. Yeah, I think I think that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. But nothing else really pops out to me. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's job or something that I really want. Nothing really does pop out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting because when I do that with myself, I wouldn't say out what exactly it is. But it's something that I want to say to a person or it's something that I want Mm, it's something that I wish. How do I say it? How do I say it? But like not to. <laughs> Is it more about reconciling with someone? Yes, I think from when I do the exercise with myself, it's something that I want to reconcile with someone, mm. or something that I want to tell them, or something that I want to do. Mm. And I, I I don't want to say it out loud because it's quite personal. I'm pretty sure you guys have something in mind or like nothing. But one thing I realized is nothing about how much money that I have or what are the jobs that I want to do. But it's more like the attitude you want to live as a person 
in the world.、Mm. And I find it really interesting because, for say, for an example, you want to travel around the world,、mm. and that's I would say a very common item on a bucket list. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what I'm heading to. I want、mm. you guys, the audience, to reflect on it as well. Taking the traveling around the world as an example, what about traveling around the world makes it special to you? Mm, mm. Is it because you want to travel with your loved one or with your family、mm. that you treasure that quality of time, or you want to stay curious to explore the world?、Mm. So it might not be traveling around the world that matters,、mm. but the attitude of staying curious or treasuring the quality time with your loved one that matters. And from that reflection. It can tell you, or it can tell me. I don't know if it's the same for you. It tell me how do I want to live,、mm-hmm. what kind of person I want to be, and what kind of what things I want to give to people, what kind of friends, what kind of fam, like daughter I want to be.、Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it, it does make sense because it's not the event itself, it's not the thing itself, but it's more about the meaning behind it,、mm-hmm. why you want to do that. Like、for example, it could be like a job. It could be traveling around the world. But why do you want to achieve that? The meaning、mm. behind it, the values that you hold.、Mm. Because I personally believe, if I have a bucket list, once I finish everything, there must have something new added in. So it's、yeah. like you cannot ever finish it,、yeah. and you don't know how much time you have left in、yeah. this world. So being in the present and knowing how you want to live as a person. In this world,、mm. I think is more important to me.、Mm. So one side question, like now that we have done the exercise, like for say you have something、mm. on on your not list but something that you want to achieve or like some values that you want to achieve, what's stopping you from doing it, or is there anything that's stopping you from doing it? Just a question for the listeners to think as、mm. well. Is there anything that stops you doing it from the point of you want to show your care and love to people? Or you've already been doing it, like being a caring and loving person. I think I do do it, but there's always room for improvement.、Mm. So I think that's just one thing. Like I'm still improving,、mm. and I'm on the. It's it's in progress. I would say.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not something that I'm not actually doing. I think, but I'm trying to improve on it.、Mm. And what you say, being a loving, caring person, is something you hold strongly on on how you treat people. Oh yeah, definitely、mm. one of the things I hold dearly towards.、Mm. I think for me, I don't. I think for me, that's nothing stopping me from doing it.、Mm. But of course, some moments, some moment that you might not be courageous enough to do so.、Mm. And I think that's important finding out what's stopping you and breaking it down into bite size and how to achieve it easier.、Mm. And I resonate with yours as well that I'm working towards it.、Mm. But it's also something, whatever in my mind that I can think of before I die, those points is something that I hold strongly to, and that's how I want to live as a person now,、mm. and I'm working towards it.、Mm. Yeah, and I think that's why it's very important to have those death talk because I always believe that talking about death is reflects on how you want to、mm. live. I actually took a screenshot of an analogy. It's not an analogy, <laughs> unfortunately,、Aww. but it's a TV shows on Netflix that I really like, and I think that reflects on the process of death really beautifully. 
is from scratch. One thing that the author said is, so when we talk about and revisit our loss, it's an invitation to think about the living, how we want to live, what we want to leave behind, the quality and kind of relationship that we want to have. Mm. So any conversation about death is really a disguised conversation about living. Mm -hmm. And I really resonate to it. I know I resonate to everything, but this one is, I think it described it very beautifully and comprehensively on how I view death as well. Mm. And not to shy away from the conversation, but seeing it as a way to explore how you want to live yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a very good way of summarizing that in the sense, even like the exercise that you mentioned earlier. Mm. And also, I think it's very easy to see your values or like your kind of um, the kind of relationships that you have in the world mm -hmm. before you die. And it's very evident to see that in your funeral. Mm. You can see that in your funeral. What, what kind of relationships that you had, what kind of stuff that you left behind. Whether mm. it is lessons, it could be actual stuff, or it could be anything. Yeah. Um, or even, yeah, just anything that you actually hold very dearly to. Mm. I think it will be very evident in your funeral mm. or in anyone's funeral. That, yeah. like, what kind of impact have you made in this life? Absolutely. Have you ever imagined how your funeral would look like? I have actually. Mm. I have. And I definitely do not want a traditional Chinese one where it's 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 just very loud, mm. very noisy. Yeah. Just a lot of That noise. sounds annoying. <laughs> it's a very annoying. <laughs> So I don't, I don't want, I think like I want a very quiet, I feel like I, I have two sides. I want one that's like a lot of music, mm -hmm. but at the same time I want one that's very quiet. Mm -hmm. So maybe there are like two sec sections towards the ceremony. Yeah. One part is very quiet and yeah. the other part is just music. Mm -hmm. So what do people do? I think I don't want an actual ceremony where people sit mm -hmm. and listen. Mm -hmm. um, but more like just have food mm. that everyone likes, or maybe the food that I like. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't yeah maybe just food that I like and yeah. then they just have it like it's like or maybe it could be like a potluck thing like yeah. everyone can bring a food that reminds them of me mm. could be something like that yeah and then everyone just gather in one place or yeah somewhere like that yeah. something like that. And well, you say you want to have a session that is quiet and a session that is music because two of them represent you as well. Oh, it could be. Mm -hmm. I never thought of it that way, but it could be because I think it's just the quiet time. It will just let people kind of remember a lot of stuff that happened mm. in the past. But at the same time, if there's music, it's more about the celebration of it that mm. um, moving moving onwards um what can they do with their lives mm. um just celebration of me going to heaven kind of thing mm. it would be very i think it would be very cute i don't want like yeah. a very big celebration i want it just like to be in a house or like in a small apartment kind of thing oh. not a lot of people just the people okay. that i'm closer with yeah that kind of thing mm. what about you have you thought about it well when we discuss this topic i have a thought about it mm. And I'm the same with you. I don't want the traditional Chinese, the loud. I don't want people to burn things because I hate the smoke. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want people to see my body as well because, I don't know, it's just weird. 
Uh, so not like open casket. It could be a closed casket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like because you don't want people to see you when you're sleeping, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. If, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want people to see me, but I do want it to have a, a very peaceful funeral. I want it to be, and it's weird because I want it to be similar to my wedding as well. That I wanted to have it near the ocean and just have it. <laughs> Is it weird to think that way? But I I want the peaceful music going on. Plus, it's near the ocean. I invite only close family and friends, people that I care, mm. and just celebrate. And I think I'm part. I'm I'm the same as you. That partially celebrate, but also some people might need time to mourn and as, as well. That they need time to grieve. Mm. So I wouldn't expect everyone to, you know, laugh or smile. But I think my funeral, I want it to be a celebration of my life mm. and remembering all the happy memories that mm-hmm. I shared with them, and just with like peaceful music, you know, just like piano relaxation <laughs> um, on Spotify, yeah, Lazy Sunday, you know, <laughs> that kind of playlist, yeah. Um, and just near the ocean, have those sound of the wave and watch the sunset together. I think it's just everything that I like. It will be really nice. So it's weird, but I think it's just similar to how I want to have my wedding as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Because I think perhaps um, both of them is just kind of a celebration, mm. and it's just somewhere where you you want to be. For example, just people gathering, like people that you care about gathering together, mm. just doing the things that you love, mm. watching the sunset, listening to music, yeah, comfortable music, yeah, peaceful, A peaceful music, piano, no lyrics, that kind of music, yeah, yeah. That's actually really, it's very pretty. Yeah, I think I can imagine it. Well, you I can, can imagine. imagine. <laughs> ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่ที่
and obviously the people who I've made an impact. Hopefully there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure they. I would want them to come as well, mm. but th- I think that contradicts as well. Like I want a small, <laughs> mm. a small um, funeral, but at the same time, I do want people just to gather and have their time of griefing. Mm. Maybe do an online one. Technology now is so advanced. <sighs> it's so impersonal to do it online. Mm. Like if it's if it's your wedding, would you yeah. just have it online? No. Exactly. Yeah. And I do feel deeply for people that have their funeral during COVID. Mm. I can imagine how hard it is for the family member yeah. to not be able to finish that grieving process yeah. because of that. But we can talk in the next few episode about more about grieving. Yeah, but yeah, I do feel for them that they don't actually have that space and time to release their emotions. Mm. Yeah, but also beside the funeral, sometimes people have tombstones. Mm. Like after you die, um, they cremate you, and or some pe- some countries they don't cremate you. I think they just have the whole casket mm. and um and dig a hole. Yeah, bury underground. Yeah, bury underground, and then they have a tombstone. Mm. Yeah, so in tombstones, there are usually some words or like something there. Yeah, so I think we get to choose if we. If they know, <laughs> if the people know what we want on the tombstone, then they can put it put it there. Yeah. What about you? Like, do you have anything that you want on your tombstone? Uh, don't want my face to be on it. <laughs> I think it'd be so creepy. That's a very Chinese thing that we yeah. have. It. We have our pictures. The big, like just our portrait. Yeah. No, um, I don't like that. Um, I think it would be so beautiful if you know it's like a. Bio, like a short description of who I am, like what kind of person I am, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't and what kind of person I am. I think that would be really cool, mm-hmm. and you can walk past others as well and see what their values are or like what mm-hmm. how they view the world. Yeah, I think it would be so nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? I haven't actually given much thought of it because I think just in Hong Kong, tombstone is not really really a thing. Mm. But when you were talking about like values and stuff like that, I think because usually on a tombstone it's very short, like a few words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me personally, it's just full of joy or joyful, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So joyful would be a word that you want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. Joyful would be a nice word. I hope. I think for me, it's being kind, mm. spreading love, mm. just smile. I think. <laughs> I think that will be. I wish it would be a summary of my life, mm. and it's also something that I wish people in the world can do as well. Mm. So kind, smile, spreading love, and spreading love. Mm. Mm. That's nice. I think you partially do it. I think you're oh. doing. You're doing all all three yeah. things at least from what I can see. I have a big smile. Yeah, <laughs> she often say that her smile is her whole personality, which is not true. Which is definitely not true. It's a very important personality that you cannot take away from me. Mm. It's part part of your personality, yeah. I would say definitely, yeah. but not your whole personality. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my laugh as well. <laughs> yeah, laugh. I think I can tell. It's your laugh from a hundred meters. As long as you laugh loud enough, you can. Yeah, I can distinguish your laugh from other people's laugh. I used to be very ashamed of it, but I think now I just see it as part of me, and no one can take it away from me. Also, very positive yeah. thing. Like, I think the laugh is just—it's a laugh. How can it be negative? 
we can talk about it in the future episode. <laughs> That's gonna be sidetracked, but yeah, I think um, I'm curious for the audience as well. What are the free words that you might want to put? And I'm also curious what are the free things that you want to do before you die. You don't have to say it, but I think it's as we said, we really value those reflections. So have a think of it. Um, if you want to share with people around you, go for it. Um, but yes, I think that summarizes today's episode. It's actually less heavy than I thought. What do you think? I think it's quite chill. It's chill, neutral mm. conversation. It it didn't really、mm. distress you. That's good. Yeah, I think it's because we 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 do like to talk about more like heavy topics. Yeah,、And、I hope we 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 didn't make a make light of the whole conversation about death. Mm. Some people might take it more seriously, and that's okay. And just having that conversation with other people, and if the other people respect you, then、mm. that's perfect. Yeah, I think being respectful during the conversation, and when you're ready to have those conversation,、mm. is very important as well. So yeah, thank you so much for sticking around, and we will see you in the next episode. And in the meantime, if you want to follow our updates or because we share posts and information on our Instagram, you can follow our Instagram account, the Why in Your Twenties dot podcast, and you can check us out every Wednesday, four a.m. EST time for a new episode. Yeah, again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope everyone will have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. <laughs>